Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Patty. Hello. <laughs> and today we're going to share with you five signs that you, yes, you, my friend, are meant, are destined to be a spiritual guide, coach, teacher, mentor, or healer. A surprising percentage of the folks who resonate with my content are in fact, do in fact fit this role. And you're probably, a lot of you are probably already nodding your head right now because you know it. You might not know why you know it, but you know it. And this episode is a way of probably more realistically confirming a lot of the things that you already know on a deep soul level. Now, before I get into this video, I have an exciting announcement, my friends. Two years ago, I began working on a brand new online program called Ascension Body. It's a fitness and nutrition program designed for awakening empathic people. Because I know, you probably remember this, hon, um, after my awakening, I couldn't really work out mm -hmm. for, for a long time. And I tried everything and my body was not recovering. And I felt burnt out as it was. And it put me in a very, very depressed state. And I loved exercise because it always used to be kind of my own med my version of meditation. Yeah. It helped me so much. Um, but I found that when I went through my awakening for years, it was almost as if my central nervous system was being overstimulated due to my increased like uh, sensitivity, my oversensitivity, my empathy caused me to kind of like take in so much energy from my surroundings and environment that it was like I was in fight or flight mode the whole time. Right. And as a personal trainer, I know what that does. It puts your body, it, it increases your cortisol. Cortisol is like a stress hormone that basically makes you depressed, gives you um, fatigue, and makes you just sort of feel old, that kind of thing. So a lot of us awakening empaths are walking around with jacked up cortisol. So anyway, I found this <laughs> style of working out and eating that finally worked and it worked well. When I started doing it a while back mm -hmm. remember that i lost like 25 pounds i got really lean i felt great i felt strong i got my energy back and most importantly it helped me not feel so sensitive anymore it was like it, i feel like i strengthened my energy body to the point where i no longer felt vulnerable energetically around other people and after a while i started training i started making my one-on-one -on -one awakening clients awakening coaching mm -hmm. clients do these kind of workouts and they would have the same results so anyway i would talk about this from time to time and, and people were like reaching out like vic man you gotta do this you gotta do this and finally with this whole coronavirus thing i felt like an inner pull like an inner god like an inner nudge like victor now is the time finish it up and get it out there so it's officially out there my friends if you're interested you can mm -hmm. just go to awakeninghelp.com empath Awakeninghelp. I had to like think of it real quick. Yeah, awakeninghelp.com slash empath. Right now I'm running a special that ends Friday. You can go check it out if this resonates. If not, that's cool. We'll now get into the episode. So the first sign we want to talk about is something that is very relevant right now. It's I wrote down a call to level up. Hmm. Right? Don't you yeah. feel that? Isn't that isn't that the words you used just last night? Or no? Was that you? No, know. it was one of my, I, uh, say, I had a call yesterday. I don't talk like that. No, I, someone on my call yesterday said those exact words. And I was like, yeah, that's a good, I got to talk about yeah. that. Like an energy update or something. So what do I mean by that? A call to level up means almost like a, like a knowing, like a, like a soul nudge, an obligation, just like the feeling like, you know what? I feel like I'm actually ready to be like this better version of myself and now it's time. And that might require a, a variety of things for people. Some folks feel, might feel guided to like, like let go of a habit. Like maybe it's like smoking weed or eating like ice cream where it's not, it's not killing you. It's not really the end of the world. It may have served you at some point, but now you can just see, you know what? It, it, it's like sort of 
mild as it is, it is preventing me from being that next level version of myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I should let it go. Or if you're like me and Patty, we're like all psyched up. Patty signed up for a, a, a shaman teaching course or something, yeah, right? Yeah, my teacher's um, launching a, she launched a course and I'm going to take it. Or actually, I signed up. You for signed it, up, so, yeah. yeah and this yeah. morning, I signed up mm -hmm. for to become a, a, a an official certified QHHT practitioner, uh, taught by like uh, it's actually taught by Dolores Cannon. There are recordings, but I'll be like an official practitioner. It's a type of meditation I use already with mm -hmm. with uh, my coaching and stuff, and it's awesome. Um, so anyway, a lot of times when this happens, there'll be like a natural fondness for something. Like the other day I was writing my book and I was actually talking about the first time I had a QHHT experience and just sort of sharing how much it helped me and transform my life, this or that. Um, and I had this like sense to like break away from the writing and go look up, look up how to become a practitioner. I just had like a download almost. Mm -hmm. And when I was looking over this webpage, my whole body just lit up. I, right. I could just feel it like on a very deep level. Like Victor, this is something you got to do. Yeah. And so like a month later, I finally did it Yeah, <laughs> because now the time feels very ripe for that. So my friend, if, it's, if you have that feeling right now to really level up, it's because the world is really in need of, of, of wise, conscious, heart-centered guides mm -hmm. of any, any type right now. So if you feel that call, then you're probably one of the folks we're talking about here. Another thing is that you probably put way more energy and inch and have more interest in the field of personal or spiritual growth than anybody you know in your in your <laughs> family, your coworkers. It might be this like little nerdy hobby you don't talk about, <laughs> but I bet most of the folks listening, especially if you are one of these people we're talking about, you put a. a a fair amount of time and have probably been for a long time into studies like meditation, yoga, spirituality, self-help, psychology. Um, yeah, like, even just watching YouTube videos and getting the information from other yeah. people that are going through it is, is very much the same thing. Yeah. Just getting any sort of knowledge in any sort of way that feels good to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, for, for years, even to this day, like like I, neither of us, my parents, in fact, they, it's always funny. They're like, why, where's, how, how do you turn on the TV? We're like, well, we don't have cable. We don't have cable anymore. We just watch right. like Netflix once in a while, but I would rather be watching like my Dolores Cannon training videos than like most normal television. Mm -hmm. But to most people, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but it's just kind of how we are. Right. Right. And this is the case for me and Patty and uh, probably the case for a lot of you since a very early age. I remember when I was getting clean from heroin when I was in my like, I was like 19 actually at the time. And I was living in this the Boca house. It was a, it was like a really interesting three quarter house for recovering addicts who were just fresh out of rehab, but not quite ready to be cut loose into life yet. So mm -hmm. there was quite a bit of restrictions, and like there was a curfew and drug tests and stuff. But you could go out and have normal jobs. But anyway, I was like this nineteen year old kid. You know, a year, year, six months prior, months prior, I was you know out there, you know partying, getting into trouble. And then I found myself waking up early every morning to meditate. And I used to have literally three books I'd wake up to. I'd wake up to this like daily meditation, like this 12-step daily meditation book. Mm -hmm. I'd wake up and I'd read out of the AA big book <laughs> first thing in the morning. And there was a, like a journal I would write and just like a random journal. I would have this like whole long morning ritual. And then in the evenings, I'd go to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. And then after that, I'd hang out with my AA buddies and we'd do like more work. We had these like, like these advanced like AA books we'd go through and do like the, the inner work. Mm. And that was like something that just like, it started anyway because I thought I needed to because I was 
afraid I would go back to using, but it became like a, a genuine thing I just enjoyed doing. And ever since then, I've read tons of books. I'm always reading, always learning. And, and, and I just have a fascination for the, the, the idea that we can really become better, more loving, more conscious, more spiritually grounded versions of ourselves. And it's like a fascinating endeavor that I've been on my whole life. So mm-hmm. I'm sure I could have shared that, what I just said, around most of my old high school buddies and they would be like, uh, <laughs> okay, Vic, bro, that's whatever. Uh, but that's just, that's me. How about you, love? Wasn't that the case for you? Yeah, I did the same thing. I, um, I had, um, also addiction issues and, and, um, things of that nature. So when I, I was, uh, 19 when I got sober at that time and, um, I went, I had my mom take me to Barnes and Noble and I had her, I bought daily meditation books. I bought yoga workout books. I bought books on religion. I bought, uh, like the four agreements. I bought like all kinds of different random books. There was like, I had so many books in my room. I had to take clothes out so I could put books in my closet. So yeah, yeah, because, um, I didn't even read hardly any of them, but I, I had did. them all. <laughs> yeah, when we, remember when we first moved in together, I was like, holy cow, look at you. you this is awesome. <laughs> you just added like 50 books to my book collection. Yeah. So now that we still have them, and I've read through a lot of them. We don't, of, well, we don't have all of them because I had like a lot of books on like religion that... We still had those ones for dummies. We do? I, I kept them. I was so just, anyway... Uh, well, yeah. anyway, so, but yeah. Can and any of I you relate? I was also in <laughs> therapy question. and doing other sort of things... Um, to do a lot of inner work at, you know, especially yeah. at that time. And I kind of, I'm not, I'm not like you in the way that you'd like do every day you have something, you know, but I'm trying to be doing that yeah. more. And you lately, have, but. even in your, even in the way you are, which is maybe not quite to the extreme as I am, it's still probably a hundred to 200 times greater than the average individual yeah i would say for me which is I, not to brag it's just like it's just a it's, it's just, just because different. it's like your passion it's your it's your purpose really yeah and oh, maybe me too it's also it's like I, it feels like when i am um uh, inspired to do inner work on for some reason it's always like i do that and then I'm done and then I might take a little break and then I'll do something new and take a little break. Or, yeah. And that's actually know. good to integrate yeah. your lessons. Yeah. So, in fact, I was talking to uh, Drew Cannoli. You you know of him now, love, mm-hmm. but he's this really awesome, uh, he's the owner of Organifi, really one of the most, he's a, he's a really an inspiring person. He's someone who's been on the path a lot longer than me and he's a really, um, not a spiritual master, but he's like up there. He's a badass. He really is. You guys would just totally love him. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me that he's got this guy, he calls him the Don. I think he's like some like a legit guru that uh, like one of those like rare people that live in India that are like people that go, they go to them for like miracles and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like that kind of like that level. And he was talking about the Don. He said, the Don always tells me that I read too much. He mm. said, I just need to take, take, take time just to be. So that's mm-hmm. maybe I could take that advice a little bit. And mm-hmm. that maybe that's something you do kind of naturally. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, number because th- I'm so much more spiritually involved. Than Apparently. You. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three is uh, an inner knowing that you're here to help, that you can't explain, 
you might not even know like how you're are going to help but you know you will you know you are a helper and that's like why you're here mm-hmm. uh, in this lifetime um and this we were talking me and patty we're thinking we always think of like what, what would be kind of a cool relatable story to share and i was thinking uh of one and which i'll share in a moment and she had one and it really gave way to an interesting um aspect of this process of unfoldment in that it's always it's always an evolving thing mm-hmm. like for when i when i was out of uh, out of rehab and i i finally got my my shit together and met patty i was like a couple years clean around and i decided at that point to go to personal training school and i became a fitness trainer because it was i wanted to actually be a psychologist and my plan was to become a trainer and then I could have a decent job while I, when I go to school, which I, I, pl- I plan on getting my doc, my uh, PhD in psychology. I knew that'd take a long ass time. So anyway, those were like, those were like the, 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 that was like my, the limitations of my ideas of what a helper looks like. It was mm-hmm. a psychologist, a trainer, psychiatrist, doctor. There was like just like five things that you learn in school. Mm-hmm. So those are my things. And they were great. And I remember when I was like getting to the point of really trying to find that deeper level of my purpose a little bit before I got onto YouTube, but it was around the time when I knew that just training people to lose 10 pounds, you know, for a wedding was just not doing it for me anymore. And I was like, I just knew I wanted to help people on a deep level. And I was at the gym one time at Lifetime back in Michigan before we moved. And there was this woman who was like really overweight. And I could tell she, I, I was there every day at the gym. So I could tell, at least to me, it seemed like she was new. And she mm-hmm. had that look like she was kind of like nervous and feeling mm-hmm. shy. And I felt like, you know what? I felt like that's my clientele. I want to help those people, the people who like really have a, a lot of work to do in this mm-hmm. regard. That's going to take a whole like emotional transformation. I want to go there. And I was just thinking about that. And I, I was actually brought to like a little bit of tears in the gym, just doing my stretches, thinking about that because it just resonated so deeply. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, this is better. But that that's not what I ended up doing. It ended up being something else. But a lot of us just have this deep yearning to help people in a very sincere way, not because it makes us look good, or it's you know we're gonna get karma points it's just like it's just like a, a mission just we a just desire. gotta do yeah it's just like you just feel it like i want to do that <laughs> like yeah that wow. you had that right well, yeah I what your example yeah. was yeah so um I, i'm now i'm th- i was thinking back and like one of the reasons why i liked because I, I used to be a hairdresser. I know I've mentioned that before on here, but um, one of the reasons why I really enjoyed doing hair so much was because of how the women, or or men, but usually it was the women that made, that made the most difference, but um, how they felt when they looked at themselves in the mirror after I was done doing mm. their hair, you know? It's like, oh, I look so beautiful, you know? And I yeah. just, I, I liked helping them feel that way. And, um, so it's, I guess it started before what I talked about, but, um, after I had our second child, Lucas, I had this really strong pull to want to help moms like get back into shape after like pregnancy, pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. And then after Sebastian, I felt, um, because I had a lot of um, emotional things that were uh, like purely hormonal that happened during my pregnancy and after with Sebastian that was different than any of the other um, kids. And um, and 
I, and then it changed from wanting to help moms get fit. It was like, I just want to help moms feel good and get back to who they, who they are now that they've had their baby. Like, so it was more like emotional and physical and, um, but yeah, there was that like really strong pull to want to like create something. What did I call it? Uh, fit mamas or something. Was it that? I don't know. We had a whole bunch of we d- had a bunch of dot coms for Patty yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point. <laughs> but we still um, have a couple. I have to delete them. You yeah. But um, but yeah, we started like I started like going towards that. But there was something in me that I knew it was going to be different. Yeah. You know, so I am. So it it didn't work out, but it's because it's coming this way. You yeah. know, I had to it's, like evolve. It's important to follow those threads of excitement though, even if you suspect it's not going to be ultimately what you do. Yeah. Well, I made one YouTube video yep. four years ago. It's still on, on YouTube. Yeah. Patty still will check to see how it's doing that one video. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I have. I did. I did recently, but yeah, but I felt so inspired that I created a YouTube video, you know, and like we posted it on there and everything. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter because even when you find what it is you're truly meant to do, even that will evolve. Mm -hmm, Right. There is no, it's just a deepening because people who are listening, who resonate with this are on a path and the path doesn't stop when you find your quote unquote life purpose. It's. It's just a part of it. And yeah. it is your life purpose is like an ongoing involvement. Um, so anyway, another thing is that I wrote down inner wisdom sometimes flows through you. Have you ever given really good advice and, and thought to yourself, where the heck did that come from? I just knew to say that. And then like, look at the reaction on the person's face. It was perfect. Yeah. Just what they needed to hear. Yeah. It happens all the time. In fact, um, the first time that it ever happened, I was in beauty school and I was talking to a, a girlfriend of mine, and um, she was saying, oh, yeah, yesterday when we were talking and you said this, 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 it was so helpful. And I was like, what did I, I don't remember saying that. But it was because it was the first experience of uh, like spirit flowing through me. Yeah. And so I was like, I had gotten out of my way and I did that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and so anyway, now that happens all the time and I'm like, oh, hey, wow, that happened. Yeah. You know, but at the time I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah. It's nice. It feels good when you do it because there's a a certain, a natural humility that comes with it. Like, you know, it's not really you speaking. Right. And it, but it's not, it's for me, it's not like really like. Oh, there's Archangel Michael. He's telling me what to say. Uh-huh. Even though it is for some, perhaps. But a lot of people, I think, do this and don't even know it. It's subtle. Right. Like, I'll Well, get... that's why I went into that story. Because it was like, at the time, you know, yeah. I had no idea I was doing it. Yeah, one time me and Aaron were at the gym. I don't know, not too long ago. Maybe like six, eight months ago. And this young kid, probably like 18, 19-year-old kid came up. And he was a big fan of ours. And he wanted pictures and stuff. And we were talking to him. And he was telling me about this story about him going to, what was it? He went to some kind of spiritual retreat or something, he said. And he said he felt there was like a really dark energy there and felt kind of like it was like bad vibes. Mm. And I just had, I had like this, this like urge to tell him this particular story, which is not important. I told him this particular story from my own journey where I, it was basically offered him a very different perspective on the matter. 
I explained that probably not that it was a bad pe- bad people or anything. Mm-hmm. It probably just triggered so much of your own fear that you felt that. So anyway, it was just like I had this feeling to like tell him that story. And when I told him the story, even though I've done this a million times and I was I was still kind of hesitant because the story seemed kind of out there to just say to the stranger. Mm-hmm. But I told it to him and man, his just his eyes lit up. You could tell it was like he's been ruminating about this thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And what I said was just like it gave him like oh like that release yeah. like, okay i can stop worrying about this it's not a really big deal mm-hmm. but anyway a lot of people who are meant to be a, a healer speaker teacher guide mentor etc coach that that phenomena will happen to them so let's see we have a knock at our door you can go check if you want honey i'll just, I'll just start we have yeah it's, it's we're, we're still in quarantine homeschool and so the children we thought very well might make a pre- make their make a come on in <laughs> but anyway so another thing and i'm sure this is the case with a lot of you you probably find that people just tend to gravitate you for support and comfort and counseling um naturally like you might be that person that everyone goes to for for life advice and you can tell when they talk to you they feel great about talking to you they feel comfortable they feel kind of safe they probably you might have uh, the thing where like strangers they don't know well just open up to you mm-hmm. randomly and tell you all this personal stuff. It's because you just have that quality of someone who's not judgmental and someone mm-hmm. who very well might be able to offer some good advice. And oftentimes, you do. Yeah, it's one of those phrases that you hear. All, you'll be here. You hear all the time. It's like I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but I just feel yeah. Like, you know, and yeah. I mean, as a hairdresser, I feel like people tell their hairdressers all kinds of things but for some reason i feel like people would just tell me some of their things like i don't know if i should be the one to know this but thank you for sharing and lastly you're going through a spiritual awakening right now how many of your friends family co-workers how many people in your neighborhood and community that you know of are going through the same type of accelerated awakening process that you're currently going through if you're lucky you have a few people but it's not that many and there's a reason for that it's because people that resonate with not only my content but content of this nature this new age type of stuff are what the the teacher i'm currently learning from dolores cannon who teaches the QHHT method has, has sort of made popular the notion of a volunteer soul. A volunteer soul is someone who came to the planet at this particular time in history where it would be going through a massive transformation process. People like the, the, the volunteer souls came here knowing that's the case and knowing they would be very receptive to the new energies coming in and knowing that they would begin their processing a little bit earlier so that they could eventually ultimately become a guide, a, a helper in some way, shape, or form for the rest of the world as it begins its own awakening, which it's it's begun. It's it's starting now in a in a real in a very real way. So that's why a lot of people, a lot of you folks that listen to me are feeling this call. Like it's I have known for a long time I'm a helper. I've known that I I'm here to help. I want to help. I resonate with all these signs and I feel in my heart that it's it's time. But usually what I've learned is that when when that happens, it doesn't seem 
Like you don't know how it's going to look and you very much, most of you will not feel ready. But what I've learned is that there is no real feeling of readiness. The feeling of readiness sort of, it comes after the fact, after you've tried, after you've learned, after you've fallen on your face a bunch of times and, and really just put in the, the, the work and gained the experience. But then as, as that happens, you continue to go forward and, and deepen this role. And every time you step deeper into yourself and go further outside your comfort zone, and into the unknown, there's also, there's always present those feelings of not being ready. I don't feel ready. I'm constantly not feeling ready, constantly feeling doubtful. But I've learned to not take counsel from those feelings. I've learned that one can persevere and continue on in their heart's sort of passions in spite of the incessant nagging of their insecurities, constantly trying to weigh them down. You can succeed in spite of that everybody. So my friend, if you're sitting there waiting to, for, for, for a burning bush or some, some kind of magical, mystical experience or some kind of elusive feeling of like, I got this, I'm down, then, then you're going to be waiting a long time. And right now, the people on the planet need it. They need it. Sometimes you just don't know how much you can offer somebody until you actually go out there and try and then when you, it's interesting, it's like almost like when you just put your, appoint yourself as some kind of helper, the universe takes advantage of you and will speak through you. So it doesn't even need to rely solely on your experience or how you're feeling that day or anything. In fact, there's this funny movie, I, 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 I won't be able to think of the name, it was a documentary actually, my, I watched with my friend Aaron Dowdy, and it was about this person from uh, New York. He was uh, he was an like, Indian though, but he lived in New York, grew up in New York, wrote very American. Um, and he had he really didn't like religion. He felt it was all like missing something. So he had this sort of funny idea to pretend he's a guru. So he like grew his hair out long. He wore like a, a cloak or a robe or whatever. And he went around sort of like preaching and, and like, like healing people and helping people, basically disappointing himself as a certified guru. And what ended up happening is he did this for a, multiple years and developed quite a following. And he would always, he, he, and he said like, just him doing that, even though it was a big joke, in the end, he helped so many people. He helped heal people. He, he literally worked magic in so many, like, so many people's lives. And it was like, you got to watch, it was all documented. It was, it was very fascinating. And the whole thing was like, anybody can be a freaking guru. Anybody can be a healer. It's like, you just got to step up to the plate and take a swing. And, and if you get, if you strike out a few times, that's fine. Cause eventually, you know, God or the higher, your higher self is going to help you knock a few out of the park and it's just kind of how it works. So my friend, if you don't feel ready, you don't have to feel ready. Okay. So anyway, so anyway, you're probably thinking, where's Patty? Well, the, the interesting thing is like the last 10 minutes of this episode was unfortunately cut off for some, stu some reason. My, my SIM card was full, so she had to go get on a call, so I'm finishing it out. Patty is gone. She gave her, she said goodbye. <laughs> um, and with that said, I'm going to bounce. One more reminder, if you're interested in that fitness course, it's, a, it's a awakeninghelp.com slash empath. Again, it's perfect for like everyday people who want to have a lot more energy, feel more impervious energetically in, in public around negative people, and also tone up and look good. Like I said, I lost 25 pounds doing this in a very short span of time and look real toned, not too bulky. Um, so it's a really, it really will help you get very fit, feeling more energized and really light on your feet. And it'll also help you a lot with the empath 
the empath issues. And the last thing I forgot to mention is once I started training and eating this way, that's when I started channeling in my YouTube videos. Because when you really build up your energy, it's almost like that this type of exercise will open up your energy, your, like your, your energy channels as I've sort of would, would put it. And when you do that, more chi, more prana, more, more shakti, it doesn't matter, more spirit can sort of flow through you. And it can really help you deepen your spiritual expression a lot as well. This is something that was extremely noticeable for me. And I noticed right away when I was doing my YouTube videos that my best ones were after I worked out. So after that, once I discovered that, almost all my workouts, especially my, or my videos, especially my earlier days, were right after a workout strategically because of that exact reason. They were My videos were just way, way, um, I just felt way more tapped in. So anyway, so again, it's not really, if you're a professional athlete or some kind of like really like high-level fitness competitor, you'll probably be a little bit underwhelmed. But anybody else who wants to just get in really good shape and deepen your spiritual connection and have more energy protection, it's a perfect fit. Again, it's awakeninghelp.com slash empath. Check it out. I'll also leave a link in the description of the if you're on iTunes or on my blog. Um, so with that said, it was been it's been fun. You all have an amazing day. Have a fantastic week. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave me a review. Um, that's one of the ways... You can't really leave comments on podcasts, but one of the ways that helps this reach more people and helps it rank is by just taking a moment of your time and just saying a few nice words if you like it in, in iTunes or in uh, on Spotify. It's very helpful to us, so I'd appreciate that. All right, my friends, until next time, namaste.